Welcome to the Fox River Podcast. Our mission is a heart for people and a message of Jesus. We hope you are encouraged in your faith through this message. Thanks for listening. Good morning, Fox River. How are you? Good. Hey, let's say hi to online for a second. Hey. Woo. All right, good. Hey, um, when I first started driving, just, just a couple of years ago, um, first started driving, um, man, I, was, I, was, I noticed the gas tank was low, so I pulled into uh, Johnny's Petroleum out in Muskego, and uh, man, I filled up the gas tank. And then um, I was living with my folks at the time, so, so it was just a short drive home. I started driving, and, and man, I just kept noticing, like, the car is just running really rough. It doesn't sound right, so I'm like, man, I hope I get home. So anyways, um, right as I'm pulling into my parents' driveway, the car completely dies, and I actually coasted like the last 10 feet into the driveway. I'm like, oh man, I can't believe it. Thank God I made it home. And then come to a complete stop. And at that exact moment, I realized something. I had put regular gas into my dad's diesel Volvo station wagon. I'm like, oh, oh no. So I remember going in, I got my dad. I, I don't remember the conversation. I imagine it wasn't a pleasant one. But he comes out and, and I remember we siphoned out the, the gas and uh, and thankfully, there was no engine damage. But I did lo- uh, uh, learn a very valuable lesson that day. You can't put regular gas into a diesel engine and expect it to run correctly, all right? And, and here's what I was observing and learning firsthand, because I had heard it before, but I was learning it, um, you know, in a real-world type of way right then, um, is, a, is, is the Geigo principle. And this is uh, something from computer programming. I, I believe it had its origination there but it applies to cars as well. And it has everything to do, it represents garbage in, garbage out. In other words, you put something in and you're gonna get like results. So garbage in, garbage out. Can we do that together? I'll say the first part, maybe you guys say the second part and together we just, all right, garbage in. All right, yeah, garbage in. Yeah, garbage in, garbage out. Oh my goodness, and the same is true, right? It's just, it's not just computer programming, it's not just cars, it has to do with our hearts. As well, you see, a lot of us we truly desire to walk with God. That's that's what He designed us to do. Ephesians chapter two ten. Like we really desire to clean up our language and stop lying. We we truly desire to be less angry and have eyes only for our spouse. We desire to be a better mom or dad if you have children. We desire to be better friends. We desire to think about God more. Like, we, we really want those things. But man, it just doesn't seem to work out. It's like the harder we try, the less successful we are sometimes. It's really frustrating. Um, you still say things that you wish you wouldn't have said, all right? You, you, you still um, uh, find yourself, it's like your eyes just have um, a mind of their own. And, and, you, and you only remember to pray like before a meal at best. Um, and that's just because grandma's sitting there at the Thanksgiving table. Or, or maybe you just remember to pray when something really bad happens, if we're just being honest. Like, that, that is, it's hard. You, you want to do these things for God. You want to walk with God. You have that desire, but it just doesn't work. To be honest, there's like a lot of good reasons for this. And there are many contributing reasons, but I think one major reason that's probably, if we're honest, common to us all, it's this Geigo principle. It's this garbage in garbage out. There we go. It comes back to that. And I hope we can get eyes on this. Like, I hope God allows us to see this. Maybe some of us for the first time, all right? It's it's like this. 
stuff knocks, all right? And, and whatever we allow to enter, all right, enters through our heart. This is, this is like the door to our heart. Now, now, just to bring some clarity and definition, what, what do I mean by heart? Do I mean the muscle inside my chest? No, I mean the inner person, like the center of my mind, my will, my emotions, my heart, like, uh, you know? So whatever we allow to enter into our heart, we gotta be careful about that. If you let bad stuff enter the door, uh, it's gonna lead to bad things. It's gonna affect the way you think. It's gonna affect the way you talk. It's gonna affect the way you live your life, all right? Just like you, you, you can't put regular gas into a diesel engine and expect it to run correctly. You can't feed the animals at Yellowstone National Park and then be surprised when they follow you back to your campsite and rip your face off in the middle of the night looking for food, okay? You, like, you shouldn't be surprised by that, all right? You can't watch movies that contain sex scenes and then can't figure out why, why my mind is just impure. I can't figure that out, right? And, and it's impossible, nearly impossible, to listen to um, songs with explicit lyrics, Right? And then not somehow have a similar vocabulary. See, the things we hear, the things we see, they affect us. They affect our hearts. Well, you might say um, something like I used to say. God humbled me, by the way. I'm hoping I can accelerate that process for some of you who are like me in this way. You might say, not me. I can let stuff in and it doesn't affect my heart. I am the exception to the rule. Nice to meet you. All right. Hey, let's just do a little experiment. Um, Try not to think about, right now, just, just whatever you do, don't think about elephants, especially pink ones. Do, don't do it, all right? Now, how did that go? All right, probably not too well because whatever enters our ears, it affects our mind, right, and our heart. It's just that's, that's the way it works. It's that guy go principle. It's that garbage in, garbage out. That's, that's just the way it works. There's not much choice in the matter, all right, which is why we gotta be so, so careful about what we allow to enter in through the door of a heart. Like we, like, we just can't allow anything that knocks. We just can't allow, oh, come on in. You, you can come. Like, we can't do that. It's not smart. Now, if God's gonna have his way in our hearts today, it's gonna require some honesty, like, around that, okay? That, that part of us that's resisting that, that truth. Like, like man, I, not me. This doesn't apply to me. Like, like, we need to be honest about it, all right? We gotta be humble, Right? And, then, and then we gotta surrender. Like, are we open to God's working? Because he's, he's trying to do that in each of us, myself included, by the way, okay? It doesn't matter what part of the world you're in. I mean, he's, 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 he's working on you. He's, he's omnipresent, he's working on you. Like, so, so honesty, humility, surrender. And I wish that were the end of the list, but it's not, because those things are required here in this moment. But what about when we leave this place? It's gonna require, listen, obedience, Right? It's, it's like when, when that fork in the road, when we get to that fork in the road and, and am I gonna do things the way I've been doing them or am I gonna follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and, and make a change, right? Like, that, like that's, it's gonna take obedience in that moment. God, I will, ah, I'll follow you, okay? That's, that's what it's gonna take, right? Now, here's some encouragement. If you say yes to Jesus, if you say yes to the leading of his Holy Spirit, you're gonna see some miracles in your life. All right, you're gonna see miracles, and this, this is what I mean. It's transformation. The way you think is gonna change. The things that you say and the way you say them, they're gonna be different. And you are going to begin living a life that somehow you weren't able to live before. And that's because of the working of God by definition, a miracle. 
Something that can only happen when God is involved. And if he's not involved, it's not happening. That's what I mean. And I want that for you today. God wants you to see and experience God's grace in your life in these ways. And that opportunity is before us now. How, how does that start? It starts and begins right here, right now. Right? So with that attitude and just that, that realization as a church, let's, let's pray together. Father, we thank you for today as a gift. God, we thank you for your word that we're gonna get into in just a second. God, help us to hear from you. God, help us to understand what you're trying to tell us. God, how frustrating is it when we hear from you, but we don't have a clue what you're saying. So God, I pray, Lord, that you would help us to understand. And God, we're not gonna stop there. We're gonna ask for even greater things from you because we know that you're that good and your desire is to help those that you love. God, help us to hear and understand, but help us also to follow you, right? To respond positively to your message of good news and grace. God, help us to leave here, wherever here is, whether it's in the room, at one of our campuses, or somewhere around the world uh, via online. God, help us to leave this place changed. That we would be a different person because we've met with one another as a church, but Lord, also, more importantly, because you've met with us. God, be glorified in our hearts, but also through our lives. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. All right, hey, let's turn to Matthew chapter 15. Matthew 15, that's where we're going today. Turn there in your Bibles or on your digital device of choice. As we get into Matthew chapter 15, let's just kind of get up to speed. Here's a couple details, contextual details, make sure we're tracking, all right? This takes place, you're gonna see this in a second, by the way, but this takes place in northern, uh, in, in the north, okay? In, in the north of Israel, there's a, 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 it's called the Sea of Galilee. It's basically a big lake, but the Sea of Galilee. And, and part of the sea is uh, in Israel, it's the Jewish side. And the other side of it is on the non-Jewish side. So in Matthew chapter 15, Jesus and his disciples are on the non-Jewish side of the lake, the Sea of Galilee. Um, now that's in the north, right? The Pharisees and some other religious leaders, we're gonna see this again right here in the beginning when we start reading, um, they're from the south, they're from Jerusalem. And, and what they do is they travel all the way 80 miles, all right, four-day journey if by foot. They travel all the way to the north. And you might say, well, why would they do that? because they wanna see miracles from Jesus, because they wanna learn more about him, because he's a really good teacher, and, and the answer would be a hard no. They travel 80 miles from the south to the north into non-Jewish territory. They make that journey just to argue with Jesus. They hate him, and it's evident by what we just talked about. Um, you're gonna see that jump off the page here in a second. Um, one other thing to remember is there's a lot of things going on in Matthew 15. Um, I strongly encourage you to read the whole chapter because we're not trying to hide anything, okay? We're gonna jump around a little bit, verses, we're gonna skip some verses, and, and your reaction might be like, man, why, why are we doing this? It's kind of weird, you know, I'm not getting a good feeling. We're not trying to hide anything. Read the whole thing on your own, highly recommend it. But we've only got limited time, and there's a lot of different things going on, so we're just gonna look at one thread, one piece of that conversation, of that exchange that's going on um, so that we can receive one of the things that God has for us this weekend. So that, that's kind of the mentality around it, okay? So anyways, without further ado, let's actually get into God's word. Matthew chapter 15, we're gonna start in verse number one. Here we go. 
Then some of the Pharisees and teachers of the law, they came to Jesus from Jerusalem in the south. They traveled 80 miles all the way up to the north, and they asked Jesus, why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? They don't wash their hands before they eat. How dare they? They got dirty hands. That's disgusting. And that's a rule. You're breaking our rule, okay? Verse number 10. Jesus called the crowd to him, and he said, listen and understand. What goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of their mouth, that's what defiles them. Verse 15, Peter said, uh, what? Can you explain that to us? Explain that parable to us, Jesus, please. Verse number 16, are you still so dull? Jesus asked them. Now, now we just gotta explain that a little bit. Jesus isn't criticizing them. He's not trying to hurt their feelings. Basically, in the shadow of those words, are you still so dull? Here's, here's what Jesus means. Peter, rest of the disciples, we've been hanging out pretty closely for like a year or two. Um, there's a lot of things that, that you haven't gotten. I've explained them to you. Um, you know I talk all about spiritual stuff and, and the physical stuff isn't all that important. You're starting to get that. Don't you understand what's going on this time? Like, the, I mean, aren't you seeing a theme over these, these you know? So that's what he's saying. He's, he's not calling them stupid. He's just saying, man, you, you should be getting this by now, guys. This, this, is, this is pretty obvious. But, but then, because God is graceful, he goes and explains this. All right, verse 17. Don't you see, he's talking to his disciples, don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? Somebody say physical, ready? Physical, there we go, all right. So physical stuff like food, it goes into the mouth, into the stomach, and then it's eliminated. That's physical, that's how physical stuff works. That's what goes into the mouth, all right? Verse number 18. But the things that come out of a person's mouth, they come from the heart, and these defile them. Somebody say spiritual, ready? All right, there we go. So there's a difference between physical and spiritual. The stuff that goes in the mouth is physical, but the stuff that comes out of the mouth, that's spiritual. See, the words that come out of my mouth, they're indicative, or they're representative, or they're reflective, like they, they, they indicate what's going on inside. If I say something crazy, where did that come from? In here, right? If I do something just a little, you know, if I lose my temper, I start raging or, or whatever, or maybe something not even that extreme, but, but if I do something, where does that come from? It comes from in here in my heart, all right? Verse 19, for out of the heart, this is Jesus still talking, for out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands, even really dirty ones, does not defile them. There's a difference between physical and spiritual. I mean, what makes a person unclean? That's really what's going on in that, in that conversation. Is it because you eat too much bacon, right? No, it doesn't have to do with that, all right? It's, it's and, and here's a question, by the way. Why do bad people do bad things? Might seem obvious. I got a better question, though. Why do good people do bad things? Oh, didn't see that one coming, okay. Um, here's the answer, in short. It has to do with the condition of our heart. It's all about what's going on in here, all right? Listen, what's in your heart matters. 
And God knows that, so it's why he speaks to it in his Old Testament and in the New Testament. All through our scripture, he talks about the heart. Your heart is really important. Here's what he says in Proverbs chapter four. This is verse 23. He says this, above all else, guard your heart, right? Put a guardian at the door of your heart, for everything you do flows from it. All right, where'd that thought come from? Man, I can't believe I just said that thing I said. I, I just did that thing that I never thought I'd do. How did that happen? It has to do with the heart, all right? Everything we think, everything we say, everything we do, it flows from in here, which again is exactly why we must guard it. But how do we guard our heart, right? And how does bad stuff even get in there, all right? Well, let's, let's talk about that, all right? Can I tell you a quick story? I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume you said yes. Okay, here we go. So um, back in middle school and in high school, uh, I listened to a lot of bad music. All right, now I'm not talking about country, okay? I'm not, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about music um, that, that, that contains vulgarity, like explicit lyrics, okay? I'm, I'm talking about uh, music that, that degrades women and, and is very derogatory and, and, and doesn't value human life. And I'm talking about music that contains a lot of lyrics with sexual immorality and and violent lyrics, talking about murdering people and hurting them and robbing them and it's just stuff. Like, that's the kind of music that I listen to like for hours and hours and hours a day. I would memorize these lyrics and sing along and rap along to these songs. It was just great every day. I was just, that was my life. And then something beautiful happened in my life just a little bit after high school. At age 19, I heard the gospel, all right? I heard, right, and I believed that Jesus Christ died for my sins on the cross, right? And, and I heard and I believed that Jesus Christ, three days later, he rose from the grave, right, for my life. I heard that and I believed that and I, I had this truth that I believed and then, and then I trusted in it. I trusted in Jesus to save me from my sins because he died for him. Can you save me from my sins? I trusted him to, to save me from, from hell to heaven, from death to life because Jesus, you rose, I can, I can rise too. So I trusted in that truth and I received Jesus as savior. And a lot of things in my life changed uh, that July when I was 19 years old. But answer me this, did I stop listening to that music? No, no I did not. And what do you suppose some of the things I continued to struggle with early in my Christianity, what were some of those things? Were they vulgarity? Were they looking at women and not valuing them like I should have, all right? Were, were, did I struggle with um, sexual immorality? Did I struggle with um, violent thoughts, right? Because I didn't go around beating people up. I was never one of those types of people, but I had a lot of stuff going on inside, all right? I was really angry a lot of the time. Now, why did I struggle with those things? Because I kept allowing stuff to enter my heart. It would come in and it would contaminate me. I wasn't guarding it. Right? It was causing me to trip up continually in my walk with God. I remember being so frustrated. Right? I would go to church and I would hear the preacher and other people too. I would hear them talking about freedom in Christ. I didn't have freedom. I felt like I was trapped when it came to these things. Because I wanted to change, I just couldn't. I heard, I heard God talking about, right? I would, I would read the Bible. I'd try and read at least a chapter a day. And, and man, I'd see him talking about joy, having joy in the Lord. But man, I just didn't have that joy. 
I would see other people, and I don't think they're lying. I truly think they were genuine. I don't question that for a second. But, but they would be walking in, in victory in different areas of their life. And I'm like, man, I want that. But I wasn't seeing victory. Man, that was so frustrating, so difficult. We have to be really careful about whatever we allow to enter our ears because whatever enters our ears, immediately thereafter, it enters our heart. And the same applies when it comes to the things we watch, okay? Listen, God made imagination, all right? We see things in our mind, all right? We, we, if we're really talented or skilled, um, some people even make money off that because they take imagination and they put it onto the screen or, or something like that, right? God gave the gift of imagination. He, he gave the gift of storytelling. He loves a good story. I mean, goodness gracious, he's, he's like the best, right? He loves that. But the right tool in the wrong hands can be a very dangerous thing. How, how do you suppose so many Germans thought it was okay to, to kill six million Jews? How, how does that happen? That is just madness, right? right? If, if you wanted to, I mean, just, just go with me. This is hypothetical, of course. But if you wanted to persuade the entire population of the planet to become fearful in a very short amount of time, how would you do that? All right? And if, if imagine this, if, if you wanted to If this were to happen, how would you teach an entire generation that what was once considered wrong, for thousands of years, by the way, is really not wrong at all. It's okay. It's okay. How would you do that? I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd use movies and media to propagate whatever I wanted everyone to believe. And the devil has a similar strategy. Because he knows if you control the message, you control the mind. Heart and mind, same thing biblically, okay? You control the message, you control the mind. This is what he did. Look closely. You might have never noticed it before. This is what he does back in Genesis chapter 3, right? God said something to Adam, very clear. And then the serpent comes along and he talks to Eve. And what does he do? He changes the message, he manipulates the message. He controls the message. Did God really say that? Because he knows if I can control that message, I can control the mind. And that's when Eve was deceived and everything went haywire from there. He's doing the same thing today. A lot of times we think the devil has a really big playbook. He doesn't. He's got one play and he just keeps playing over and over and over again. He's doing the same thing. If you control the message, you control the mind. See, he already knows we're just beginning to get eyes on. He knows the truth of Proverbs 4, 23, all right? From the heart, right? Everything flows from it. So we gotta be so careful what we allow to enter into our eyes because whatever enters our eyes, immediately thereafter enters our heart. We must guard our hearts, which means this. I gotta be more careful to the music I listen to. I gotta be more careful the video games I play. I gotta be more careful about the books I read. I gotta be more careful. I gotta be more discerning about the the voices I listen to, the people I allow to influence my life because it affects my mind. Let's get a little more nitty gritty, just a little. We gotta be more careful, right? We gotta guard the door. We gotta be more careful about the amount of time we spend and the type of content we consume when it comes to Netflix or YouTube shorts. YouTube shorts just get me. The other night, I was sitting there in my kitchen 
table and I'm just like, I just watched one little YouTube short, right? 30 seconds, right? All of a sudden, an hour later, I'm like, what just happened? Man, it's just crazy the way I have. Listen, we gotta be careful about that. It affects our mind. It changes the way we think. Because this is what it sounds like in my life. Let me give you a real world example. I'm like, oh, who, who's there? I'm, I'm looking, who's there? It's like, it's Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan, man. Bill, I know you're in the army. Uh, I know you love military stuff and you love suspense and mystery and action. I love it. Like those times, hey, I got a show, my name's Jack Ryan, I got a show on Amazon, you should check it out, Bill. I'm like, okay, come on in, Jack Ryan, let's go. Right, and I start watching, and, and like, here, I wanna I want be really careful right now, okay? Because I don't want you to feel like, man, pastor's up there, he's just judging me, okay? I'm not doing that. I, what I'm, I'm telling you is, is how God is working in my life, all right? So there's no judgment here, I'm just sharing with you what happened, okay? I'm sitting there, I'm watching the show, and there's some things I like. I'm like, all right, this, is, this turned out all right. But then I just started to feel this, and some of us know what I'm talking about, just that, that leading of the Holy Spirit, right, that just kind of like, eh, something's not right. And I'm like, oh, what's that feeling, you know? It's, something's not right here. And, and, and the things I was hearing, some of the things I was seeing, I'm just like, ah, it just didn't sit right with me. And, um, and it was kind of awkward, but, but, you know, you do what you gotta do sometimes. I'm like, um, Mr. Ryan, it's... Sorry, but I think it's time for you to leave. I had to turn the show off after a few minutes. I just, I just had to. Um, here's, here's what I've learned in, in my life is, man, I, I, can't, I can't allow stuff in, certain stuff in. Sometimes, some things I can. I'm good with it. Maybe the next person is just not, right? They're more sensitive to that. But, but there's some things that I'm sensitive to because of who I am, the way I'm wired, the things that I've been through, all, just kind of all of that that makes me, me. I've learned this. You never win when you entertain sin. You just don't. So, so I knew in that moment, by the help of the Holy Spirit, I knew if I continue to watch this show, it's really gonna mess with me on the inside, all right? Because I'm hearing things, I'm seeing things, I just, I just can't. So, so it's just a decision I had to make. Now may, maybe the same is true for you in, in, in some similar ways, some other shows or just stuff you listen to or other things you watch, I, I don't know. But maybe for you it's, it's turning it off like me. Maybe that's the way it turns out in real life. Like, that's how you apply what we're talking about today. Maybe it's, maybe it's fast-forwarding through that, that part or, or looking away, something like that, until the scene is over with or something. I, I don't know. Um, here's something I uh, never heard of until about a week ago. I had a, a conversation with a couple friends, and they told me about the VidAngel app. Never heard of it. Maybe some of you have. But the VidAngel app, you can use this app and if you're using it, you can watch the shows through this app. You can watch the shows that you'd watch anyway, but you set filters up with like language and content, and it will actually like blank out the bad words, and it will skip over the scenes that contain stuff like nudity or sexual stuff or violence or, or whatever, right? You set the, the, the filters. Maybe that would be really helpful to you. I don't know. I mean, like this, it's not between us, right? It's between you and God. So have that conversation um, and, and I think it'll be a good one. But God is really concerned when it comes to the heart. And he's really concerned, concerned about the things that we let into the door of our heart. And he speaks about it. Like we said before, he speaks about it in the Old Testament. He speaks about it in the New Testament. Here's a place in the New Testament where God talks about it. This is Philippians chapter 4, verse number 8. Here's what he says. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. This is a good list, isn't it? Yeah, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, 
think about such things. Like, let those things into the door of your heart. Let those things enter your heart. Let those things in your eyes and your ears and, again, into your heart immediately thereafter. And listen, don't, don't miss here either. God's not saying, hey, you can only listen to K-Love. That's the only thing. Just turn on K-Love uh, on your radio, and that's the only thing you can listen to. He's not saying, hey, the only thing you can watch are G-rated movies and Fox News. That's it, okay? Like, be careful with both of those, by the way, because um, they might not be as safe as you think they are. Just saying. And by the way, as long as we're on, Hollywood has an agenda, right? They're, they're trying to take us a certain way no matter which it is, all right? Hollywood has an agenda and it has nothing to do with helping you follow Jesus Christ. I'm just saying, let me digress back to the point, all right? Jesus, he's not saying only do the, he's not interested in behavior modification. It's so easy to fall into this trap and the devil loves this, by the way. Jesus just wants to control you. He's not into controlling us. He's not into behavior modification. Here's what Jesus is interested in. He wants to make us new from the inside out. He wants us to experience the freedom and the joy and the victory that he's offering to us and that we desire to have. It's less about do this and don't do that. It's less about that and it's more about discernment, right? Just, just thinking, like, oh, does God want me to do this, right? It's, it's less about what you and I think and more about what does Jesus think? Now, how do we know what Jesus thinks? It's through the word of God, right? We gotta spend time in his word. There's just no way around it. And spending time with the spirit of God who lives inside of every believer. Am I walking in step with the Holy Spirit? When he says, go this way, am I like, okay, let's go this way. Am I spending time with him, right? So we learn how does Jesus think through the word of God and through the spirit of God. All right, let's, let's get into like real situations here for a second. It might be asking this question, all right, um, does, does Jesus want me to listen to this music? Can, can I listen to this music, or, or maybe it's not music, maybe it's a podcast, I don't know. Can I listen to this thing with Jesus? It's a really good question to ask, because he's right there with us, right? We're, we're literally listening to it together. Is, is that a good idea? Is that, is that, right? If I'm watching something, it might be, it might even take the form of a prayer, like not just thinking, but actually praying this. Jesus, um, is it okay if we watch this together? And do you want some popcorn? <laughs> All right, so like that. It's, 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 right? It takes a whole lot of different forms. You can have fun with it, right? But it's about valuing. It's about valuing truth and purity, allowing those things to enter our ears and our eyes and, and enter the door of our heart. All right? What, what if we were, by God's grace, what if we were to transform that guy go principle? Instead of garbage in, garbage out, what if it was good in? Good out. I mean, that sounds a little better. Let's try that together. Ready? I'll do the first. You do All right. Good in. Good out. Oh, that does have a nice ring to it. Good in. Good out. Oh, yeah, I like that. It's got a nice, nice rhythm to it. Like, like it's, it's, it's figuring this out. Which songs cause me to praise God? There's a lot of songs that, that cause me to praise God, and, and a bunch of them aren't even Christian. She's like, oh, wait, that's kind of cool. Right? Because I think love is a beautiful thing. Right? Like, what, what, what caused me to praise God for the gift of love or kindness or helping somebody? What are, what are those songs that cause me to praise God? What are those TikToks? They exist, okay? What are those TikToks, all right, that, that are admirable and excellent? I might have to search a little bit for them. They might not be the ones that pop up 
in my TikTok feed or suggested videos, I don't know what to call it, but I know what they look like, and most of them aren't good, all right? But we have to guard our hearts for everything we think, everything we say, everything we do flows from our hearts. So let's be more intentional when it comes to taking in good and godly things. More truth, more purity, more Jesus. Now there's an opportunity before each one of us today, and the opportunity is this. Will we guard our hearts more closely? Some of us, we haven't been guarding them a whole lot, if we're honest, okay? Some of us have been guarding our hearts, but maybe there's more that we can do to guard, guard this and not let just some things enter through that door. That opportunity is there. So will you guard your heart? Will you say yes to Jesus in these ways? If you do, you will see miracles in your life. You will see heart transformation. God is just waiting. He's like, would you say yes, man? I'm gonna get to work right away. We can do this together, right? See miracles and transformation. When it comes to the things you think, say and do, it's right there. I want that for you, all right? God wants you to experience his special grace in that way, and here's where it begins, right here and right now. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for today. God, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your good news. God, thank you for the good desires that you've placed within us. God, we want to follow you. We want to be like you. God, it's a good thing, and it's because you've given us those desires. God, thank you. God, thank you for your good spirit, your Holy Spirit. Where would we be without you, God? And thank you for your good grace. God, you give us opportunity, but you also give us the power to change. Help us to follow you, Lord, into victory. Help us to experience miracle of transformation in our very hearts. God, that our lives and those around us, Lord, that our lives would be changed for the better. And that your name, Lord Jesus, would be glorified now and forever. And listen, there's some of us here today, we desire change. Um, we want victory, but we're not seeing it. We're not seeing it. Listen, you need God's grace. You need the power of his Holy Spirit. If we say it plainly, you need Jesus. And I hope God's just allowing, if, if you don't have him yet, right? And I, I know there's a bunch of us in here, a bunch of us online, we don't have Jesus yet as our personal savior. I hope he's allowing us just to see that. Like there's real reasons that victory and change are so elusive and impossible. If that's you, there's an opportunity before you today is to receive him as savior. And I wanna offer that invitation to you right now. Um, before we pray together for those who want to receive Jesus, is there anybody in here? Just raise your hand if you want to receive Jesus. You want it, you want, man, I want that life change. I want that transformation. I want that victory that I haven't been able to have. Online, you too. All right, let's pray. Oh. God, I believe that I'm a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. I believe that you rose three days later, Lord Jesus, for my life. And I'm trusting you. I'm trusting in your truth to save me because I know I can't save myself. I need your help. 
and I'm receiving you right now, Lord God. Thank you. Be glorified in my heart and also in my life. Amen. If you were encouraged by today's talk, be sure to subscribe and share with your friends. Visit us online at foxriverchristian.org or check us out in person. Thanks again for listening to the Fox River Podcast. Thank you.